You are listening to the 501 Companion, episode number four. So nice, we did it twice. And everybody knows that two plus two is four. So what else is four? The Fantastic Four, the Fab Four, and of course, out in my driveway, a four by four. And that makes the three of us, and you make the fourth for the fourth episode. Nick, turn it up to 11. Guys, I am so excited. The big number four. Matt, give a quick introduction. Matt, please give a quick introduction to yourself and give us your favorite four. Hey, I am Matt. I am your digital marketer with a tech background. Uh, My favorite four, I like four. It's a natural number with the elements, water, earth, wind, and fire, and four seasons with four directions on a compass. Nick, Matt just turned it up. First, give yourself yourself a quick introduction and then tell us why you're excited about four. Yeah, sure, buddy. I'm Nick, your uh, technology guy. And my favorite four, four seasons. But how about the band from New Jersey? Come on, Matt. There we go, from New Jersey. And the fab, like your fab four, buddy. I absolutely love it. And I love that you guys are bringing the energy and research to this. I cannot wait because I think we have a jam-packed episode. We're doing something a little bit different. We will enter with some news and talk a little bit about it and some best practices. And then Matt will be uh, introducing us to a new series. But I don't want to give away too much. First, foreshadowing. Oh, my God. That's it. Somebody had to jump the shark. (laughs) So first on to our main section. And we're going to start this main section with a best practice. Uh, specifically how businesses can work with charities and comes to us from the nevadabusiness.com where a realtor association in Nevada has partnered with the SPCA uh, which is of course is a charitable initiative for pets. Nick you're a big pet guy. Tell us why you think this is so great that a realtor um, has donated money and has partnered with a charity? Uh, I think it's, it's good and because there's a synergy between um, realtors and giving uh, yourself a home, giving a pet a home. Um, so it really works, works well together to have that, that uh, combination of, of uh, you know, from a marketing perspective, you're getting a home or you're buying a home and the pets need a home. So I thought, I thought that was clever, clever way to do it. I agree. I think it was a it was an excellent best practice to mm-hmm. align home sales with building a home. Matt, you're a cat guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've adopted some pets. What were your thoughts on this story when you uh, looked into it? Yeah, I mean, my my thoughts always come back to you know our audience and and what can they take away from this? You know, beyond it being just a, a great thing, what really pulled it together for me is the partnership. And so, you know, what I, what I take away from it is the importance of partnerships and how those things can really be synergistic and help catapult 
you know, two organizations forward. And really two is going to be so much more than one. It'll be like four, right? Oh, oh well, look at him playing into the theme. <laughs> well, I mean, so I, I used to actually run partnerships for an organization. I've done hundreds of them. You know, I used to work with uh, an organization called Humble Ventures, who, you know, put entrepreneurs out there and helped me identify upstarts and people who would work well together that we could, you know, help seed and help work forward. I worked with the NJ NJIT Accelerator for Technology and Innovation. And again, some great people out there and everybody looking to get a start, everybody looking to work together, everybody looking to accomplish something. And I'll tell you, some really successful things came from partnership and you yourself, buddy, in comics. I mean, you run creator connections. Think about what comes from a partnership. Awesome. And, and, and I think the key thing, Matt, is a partnership has to make sense for both um, partners. Uh, in this case, uh, obviously initiated by the Realtors Association, uh, partnering with the SPCA in Nevada. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a great way to uh, elevate both brands, do some good in the world, and then also uh, ensure that it, there is consistency, right? You don't want to, you don't want your brand aligned with something that won't age well, right? There are certain things that, I don't okay. know, today, <laughs> Matt, you're aging very well. Um, but I think, you know, if we look at it, I think uh, we go back to the main point of this, which is a best practice is how businesses can work with charities and charities can work with businesses is to ensure that they share the same voice and the same values and that they matter to people yeah. uh, on both sides. So I thought uh, that's uh, great work. Um, we'll include those links in our show notes uh, to nevadabusiness.com. And of course, uh, always uh, we're always elevating charities. You can visit the SPCA at HTTPS colon slash slash SPCANevada.org. That's SPCA nevada.org and guys we're uh taking off in a new direction that matt is leading us in and i for one could not be more excited matt you you've had this idea for a while mm -hmm. to initiate a series that is you know we we cover the news just as we just did um but you felt like you wanted to go a little deeper on uh, on topics. Can you just talk a little bit about the series and what we will be doing to uh, make this more enriching for the people listening? Absolutely, thanks. Yeah, what, what I wanna do is I wanna practice what I preach, right? I wanna put our good, our good practice, our good tactics, our good strategies into effect on the podcast and both teach them and show them. And one of those things that we talk a lot about is content marketing and journeys. And so what we're going to be doing for the next couple of weeks is going on a journey because I get a lot of questions and some of them are at many different levels on um, digital strategy, how to create one, how to execute them. Some are very specific and you know, Nick has answered a couple of great questions on handle handle something like SEO and some are very strategic. But what I found is there seems to be a little bit of a disconnect on how to have that cohesive strategy throughout your organization. So I'm going to kick this off, if you don't mind. Matt, I, I do want to kick this off, and I do want to remind our listeners that even if this is new to you, uh, I've heard Matt uh, do this in, in rehearsal. Um, it's, it's really not as hard as you think. Don't be uh, concerned if you don't have a background in marketing or MarTech or anything like that. Uh, it'll be very accessible, but I do recommend uh, that you listen to all of them. 
That is, Matt is intending these as almost like like a master course for orgs uh, and charities. So if you don't feel like you're getting in the very beginning, hang in there. He is a great teacher. And so Matt, take it away. Yeah, and also if you feel like it's getting a little bit of a slow start, stick with me. It builds fast. You know, some of my best experiences were sitting there thinking I'm not getting out of value for something. And then within a few minutes, I'm struggling to keep up. Stick with it. Build, 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 right? Okay, so here we're going to start. Now, we've had this conversation a lot over the years. So I'm going to ask a question. Strategy versus tactic. How do you define that? What is a strategy versus a tactic and how do you differentiate? Because, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, let's start there. Nick, buddy. Nick, you want to start? Because I feel like I've been talking nonstop here. When I think about a tactic, I think about it as a step toward uh, reaching a goal. So it's a you know, kind of a concrete item, a to-do, uh, something you can check a box off of and, and you know. Great, great. And Matt, I'm going to cheat a little bit because uh, I know some of the answers because you uh, you rehearsed this with us. But I, I'm going to say that a tactic is generally something that your your hands are on the keyboard. You're doing okay. something. Uh, it's easy to understand. You've done something in action. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas the strategy is more about the plan that right. helps okay. you to understand when you put your hands on the keyboard. And you've always told me, and I'm going to hand it back to you, strategy before tactics. Strategy before tactics. And that's go. what I want to talk about tonight is the strategy. Because strategies, if you really start to think about them, are a little bit more long-term, a little bit more aspirational, but then can start to get into the weeds about how you're accomplishing something. I'm going to define it specifically in a minute. But then compared to tactics, they're much more short-term. Short and if you think about it, you can have a successful tactic, but that doesn't mean you've accomplished your goal. You're not done, right? multiple tactics will get you, as Nick said, on those steps to where you're headed, right? So I'm going to start a little bit higher level than I did um, when we rehearsed. So I want to start at the vision and mission, because it's really important, especially for organizations, especially because Nick knows this, right? You actually have to file against your vision and mission, right? And so it's important for 501s to have those things. So your vision is your desired future state of the organization, environment, or situation. And your mission defines your organization's approach to achieving that vision. What do you want to accomplish, right? And that's really important because those are the things that you will use to bounce your strategy off, to define your strategy, right? So strategy now prioritizes your long-term goals and actions and identifies your resources to achieve those things. So you want to achieve your mission and vision. And then tactics are short-term, even phased or stepped toward moving the organization along that strategic journey, as we call it. And then we can have even lower these campaigns, which are aligned to execution of tactics. So if we were to define these things, we would have your strategy as setting and prioritizing goals, determining the actions to achieve those goals and mobilizing the resources to execute on them. And we would then define a goal as defining the current state of an environment or situation, the future state that you desire, and then identifying the gap between those things, prioritizing the parts you wanna address and building a plan, right? It's really very simple. It's a lot about current state, future state, gap, plan. Right. And I just want to pause you there for a second, because I feel like 
Um, Nick, you, you've, you've been working in this charity space for a long time. I think one of the things that you've mentioned is that in your years and in your observation, many char charities, in fact, most charities have a pretty good handle on their mission. And many of them have it on their websites. Um, but that's often where they stop. They don't necessarily declare a strategy of how they will complete their mission. What, what are some other things that you've observed based on what Matt has been talking about here that, that uh, might be worth mentioning? Um, one of the things that came to mind as Matt was saying that is, you know, and I totally agree, you strategy before tactics, good way to remember it, S before T. So that came to mind. Mm, that's good, Nick. I like I that. on it. I can remember S before T. But um, what came to mind, and you may not want to address it in this podcast, but what about, uh, you know, strategies? I guess you can have an overall mission for the organization, sure. but maybe you're going to do something with fundraising specifically or Absolutely. events. And now each of those things can have a strategy. And then there are tactics un kind of underneath it as a... Uh, just a separate, you know, separate initiative, I'll call that, it. But that just came to mind. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a great comment. And the reason I love it is because I really do try and think about these things as a pyramid, right? Small at the top mm -hmm. gets wide quickly. So you have your vision for why are we here? What are we trying to do? The mission, what are we trying to accomplish? These are kind of your ones, right? Your one thing. Now, you may have several strategies to doing that could have a partnership strategy, right? So what are we trying to do? Are you displacing something in the market, right? Are you changing a certain behavior? Are you adding something, right? So there's different strategies that you may take to achieving your goal, okay? So your goal may be this aspirational element. We just talked about the SPA, SPCA, finding homes for pets. Every pet finds a home something like that. I mean, we could go to their website and look what their specific strategy or mission or vision is, but how you solve that becomes one. Partnership with the realtors is tactical. It solves one piece of it. It doesn't cover the overall problem. The organization still has a reason for being, right? So you can have multiple areas of strategy, a strategic vision, but you can also then ladder that up, multiple tactics per strategy, right? Campaigns for tactics, right? Channels for campaigns, messages per channel. Each one of these things, you have multiple things that ladder up to the level above it. So that's a great question, great observation. So Matt, um, continue on. And then, you know, I know that we're, we're, we're getting close to time. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, maybe you can just continue and then just tell us where you're going to be taking us in the next couple of episodes as well, just to, so people know to continue to subscribe. Absolutely. And so I'll cover maybe two more aspects of strategy. We started off defining strategy and setting and prioritizing goals, determining actions to, actions to achieve those goals, and mobilizing resources. So I'm going to cover actions and resources, and then I'll talk a little bit about where we're heading for the rest of uh, our journey through these multiple podcasts. We talked about goals, now we're going to talk about actions, right? Actions define the audience in terms of the people, places, policies, right? So what are the current characteristics and behaviors of your audience or environment? Again, current, what are your desired characteristics and behaviors of the audience? What's the gap between those? What's the behavioral gap between what you want to be going on 
and what is going on. And now you prioritize those opportunities, which are the ones that you can impact. Now, if you again, think about this ladder, this pyramid that we were just talking about with Nick. If you map all of these actions together, action, 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 that becomes your journey, all right? How can you impact the user journey? And the user journey is such a core thing to digital marketing because you come up with points along the journey. And those points, those moments, right, for people, people have moments, those moments are moments that you can impact, that you can provide information, that you can help people with a choice, right? And whatever that choice is, how you're defining your actions and your behaviors tends to go there. And how you do it, notice I message provide information. These are the resources you use to execute your actions. For each of these opportunities, you can determine the barriers. Why are they making a choice? What information would help them move along your journey to the desired behavior, right? What's that barrier? What do you provide? What are you allowed to speak on? Why would it come from you and make sense? Like who are you in this ecosystem to help craft that message and convey the desired information? So that defines really high level vision and mission, which most, as Nick said, most organizations have, but gets us into strategy. Now, next week, we're going to start to get into adapting that to a digital strategy. Matt, that was, that's great. I mean, I, as many times as I hear it from you, it, it, it still, you know, it, it bears out repeating. And I think uh, what I love about the podcast is people can give it a listen again. Yeah. Uh, we keep these short on purpose because we don't want to overwhelm people. Um, so you're going to be um, touching on user journeys in the coming episodes. What, what, what are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely be talking a lot. So I'm going to start off on digital strategies. I'm going to compare digital to traditional, help people understand what, what's different, right, about the digital world, how it's evolved over time. And we will definitely at some point touch on journeys because journeys are so core to what we do in marketing. Yeah, I, I think the word journey is, is a very strange one if you have not yet been uh, immersed in digital marketing, but I'm sure you'll, uh, you'll be unpacking that too for us. And we're on a um, journey. We are on a journey learning together about a topic that's of great interest to us, which is our charities and how we can help them. So uh, speaking of Matt, um, as we begin to close out, I hear the music starting to swell. Um, where can they find this podcast and how can they subscribe? Well, Nick's got a great website over there called 501c3lookup.org. You can find a lot of resources on 501c3lookup.org, including our 501 companion podcast. That's probably the best place to go for it. And from there, you'll find it wherever podcasts are heard and the videos on YouTube from our channel. That's uh, very easy to find, and we hope that people really take advantage of this free resource. Um, speaking of Nick, Nick, where can they find you personally? You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore Rufa, R-U-F-A, Nick underscore Rufa, Twitter. Probably the best place to find me. Um, I'm on the gram as well. Um, on the gram? Nice. Wow, kicking it with the kids, Nick. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll be opening for the weekend uh, in the next Super Bowl, oh, I think. Oh, yeah. my goodness. This year, but... <laughs> so they can find you on the gram and uh, on Twitter. Matt, where can they find you? I think you're a LinkedIn guy, right? Yeah, if you really look hard enough, you can see I'm currently in Buddy's basement with uh, my background over there. 
for those of you who are not watching this and you're listening to it, Matt replicated the background of my office and it looks like he's in my office and it actually says Buddy Scalera behind him, which is just <laughs> awkward for everybody. But he loves it. Like We can't get him to change it. I don't know. Nick challenged me to the background duel. He's been really bringing it strong every week now. So, But if you want to find me online, um, I'm definitely a LinkedIn person. I really enjoy LinkedIn, LinkedIn messaging, LinkedIn groups. I think there's some great conversation happening there. I am also on Twitter, but you can find my anchor point is my website, MatthewBaylor.com. And that's B-A-L-O-G-H.com. Nick, I, I have to note your background looks a little bit like The Shining. Uh, no. I feel like you're, you're you're there by yourself. Typing all work and no play makes Nick a dull boy. I don't, it's just a very nerve. It makes me tense, that background. It doesn't, doesn't relax me in the least. I like the big monitor in the back. Yeah, I know. The big old TV. So anyway, my name is Buddy Scalera, and uh, I was your host tonight. And hopefully you've enjoyed what we are doing and we welcome your feedback you can find me on twitter and on linkedin and on my website all the same buddyscalera.com thank you so much we hope you enjoy your learning journey with us this has been the 501 companion podcast <laughs>